This time on Kawhi Fi Radio, we learn about the foot soldiers from Power Rangers. And they put on the masks and the outfits and they charge the heroes. Are you telling me that Putty's attempts? Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and they get oh. all these bonuses like medical. Oh, and- that includes dental. Yeah. <laughs> and we discuss the challenges of home ownership. It's like, give up avocado and you can buy a house. <laughs> Isn't that easy? We must steal avocados from the rich. <laughs> yes. Liberate the avocado tree. <laughs> is it from a tree? I think it is. It's a pit yes. fruit, isn't yes, it? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. We don't even know where avocados come from. Avalanche! Tetsuo! Ganida! Onita! It's over 9,000! Nani? Configure the language logic interface for Japanese. Kawaii Fi. Kawaii Fi. Kawaii Fi Radio. Kanichiwa, and welcome. You're tuned in to Kawaii Fi Radio, the podcast we talk about anime and manga and Japanese culture and Beyblades. Maybe? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm, Ky- I'm Kyle, and uh, Aaron and Kenny are here with me. And uh, hooray, welcome back, Aaron. I'm back from the Shadow Realm. Yes. It's not as much fun as it's cracked up to be. He was sent there. It's, it's more like a purple realm. <laughs> <laughs> Why is everything so purple here? Just saying. Um, but yes, we are back with a brand new episode, and uh, we're going for a bit of a dive into the back catalogue this time around. And there's plenty there. So. Oh, yeah, there's plenty there. Now, this isn't as old as some of the things we've covered in back catalogue before. Um, we're talking about the ancient Magus's Bride. Mm-hmm. Now, oh, alternate universe Miss Kobayashi. Yes. Okay, yeah, gotcha. No, um, <laughs> so, I mean, um, not too far off. Are they set in the same... Is this the whole multi-anime no, expanded universe no, thing? Are they no. sisters? No, no, they're, they're, they're not. Um, I wish. That would be amazing. But, yeah. um, so we'll be, we'll be digging into that in a moment. It's good to have you back, Aaron. It's been Thank quite a you. while. I've um, missed you. Yes, we have missed you very much. Oh. And um, be, we're going to be digging into this this episode because we thought we'd do something after, I think the last two episodes have been on films. And they've both had elements of romance and, you know, stuff which is comfy and whatnot. Mm. Um, this time around, it's uh, a bit more Jose. Th- this is a series which we have talked about a lot, but not on mic. I've been pushing you guys to watch this for ages. Yeah. Uh, Aaron watched it uh, like last Straight year away when you told me. You were like, hey, watch this. I was like, yeah, okay, click. <laughs> <laughs> see, I see you're, you're reliable. Kyle, why can't you be more like him? You, you know what I do for work. <laughs> also, he's not dedicated to shaving his head. No. <laughs> um, but uh, but you could shave it off and put it down on your chin, like where it has a, f- as a beard. Oh my we can be one. We can be one. <laughs> it's <laughs> amazing. Family. Family. It's family. all about family. <laughs> um, but, um, look, if you are new to Kawhi Fi, welcome. Um, we are a fortnightly anime podcast, um, and uh, we've also got a YouTube channel, so go check that out. We had a video come out uh, two weeks ago. Push algorithm-friendly buttons. Yes. See what happens. We need subscribers. Um, we're slowly building them up, um, but, yeah, we've got uh, anime videos, well, videos about anime mm. on our YouTube channel that are worth checking out as well. Um, also, social media. Patreon, all that good stuff. We'll mention that later. But first things first, it's been a while, so we need to talk about what we've been watching. I have no idea how old I am or where I came from. Daddy, hi up. Hey, time. I gotta go. I just, I have to know. Hooray, I did that thing. Oni chan, What we're watching. Now, Aaron. Yes. You have 
like eight weeks worth of what you've been watching. Do you think there's any reception in the Shadow Realm? No. <laughs> no, there is. It's specifically just Yu-Gi-Oh! 5 Days reruns. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> the horror. <laughs> oh, and Mermaid Melody... Fandom. <laughs> no, no, that's, okay. Yeah, that's... So, <laughs> one, once you got out of the uh, the Shadow Realm, you started watching something from this season. Now, we, we have mentioned this before. This season isn't as jam-packed as we've seen over the past 12 months, mm. um, which has meant that we've been able to catch up on a lot of stuff. But one of the ones you've been watching has... A, I guess it kind of showcases Super Sentai a fair bit. It really does. Like, if you're into that sort of Power Rangers, Kamen Rider sort of thing, like, this is very much up your alley. It just shows the other side of it. Yeah. So it's called Miss Kudo. It's from the Monster Development Department. And basically, you know how in the Super Sentai and in the Kamen Riders, you get all those monsters that mm. they have to fight. And like, you know. And some of them are really weird. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. We need to create boring. a new monster and send them down one by one to fight the hero. Yes. I miss the putties. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they also, that that's a backstory in there as well. Like, because mm. they do the masked sort of, everybody looks the same throwaway villains essentially Um, and it shows that that's actually a job opportunity for a lot of people who don't have it yeah so they just go to those companies and they put on the masks and the outfits and they charge the heroes are you telling me that putty's attempts yes oh my god (laughs) (laughs) and they get all these bonuses like medical and lunch paid for and I mean, you'd need to you with would, like how you? physically demanding the job is. This is true. <laughs> but basically the main plot is it's Miss Kuroitsu from the Monster Development Department and she has to try and follow all of Upstairs' directions on how to build a new monster <sighs> for the hero that they're facing called Blader. Yeah. And um, you get to see a lot of the outside life of it as well. Like um, you see... The- uh, Miss Kuroitsu run into Blader at out his, of outfit, yeah, yeah, at his part-time job, huh. and you know he's always worrying about stuff, and they give each other advice. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! And there's there's sort of like a little bit ro- of romantic tension there, mm. so it's it's interesting to see. See, one of the things because I've only watched the first episode, and mm. one of the things I found really interesting was that in the credits they then mentioned that everyone they've mentioned in that series, who seem like these random throwaway heroes from different regions, are all actual existing Super Sentai yes, properties. Yes, they are. And they have so, new ones in every episode and oh then they wow. credit them in the credits. Oh, that's awesome. So, I, But I had no idea it was this big of a thing. Oh, it's huge. Like, unbelievably huge. Mm. Uh, it's so good. And <laughs> just seeing that it gets the respect that it deserves and seeing that other side of the story as well. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, it's got a lot of corporate stuff. Like, you have to deal with... um. <laughs> Having to deal with the higher ups orders and their specific requests, and then there's also rival companies that, that face <laughs> oh. off against the heroes. Oh wow! And so, like, um, in one of the more recent episodes, uh, one of their friends from a different company comes in trying to brag about how good their company is, and you know their monsters are so much better. And then their manager comes down from downstairs, and she's like, "Oh yeah, it's Premium Friday, so you guys can go home early if you want." And then she was just standing like. What's Premium Friday? <laughs> Isn't it our job to overwork ourselves and clock ourselves off in time, but still stay back so that we do better for the company and we have to leave <laughs> out the back door Ooh. all burnt out? We basically Ooh. have to sacrifice our entire Commentary. lives. Yeah, so it, it's really interesting to sort of see that perspective on it because it's more than just what it's about. It's yeah. like, hey, look, this is what's happening in corporate Japan and we need to nip it in the bud. Mm. You need to focus on yourself because if you die doing this job, the corporation's mm-hmm. not going to care. No, they'll just replace. I so. mean, that kind of culture has existed in Japan for a while, but we 
are starting to see a fair few animes about that now. Well, it's because there's been quite a large amount of focus brought on it, um, both by international visitors and this is one thing which I thought was interesting, international business partnerships. So there are, because they're looking a lot more in Western countries, so like, you know, America and Europe, onto the quality of life of their employees to improve their work, they are focusing a lot on making sure the employees are trained well. Mm. And overworking is one of the key areas that they're saying, no, you can't do that if we're going to work with you. Yeah. Um, and that's a, I mean, it might seem like pushing your agenda on them, but it's a, pos- a net positive both for the company and for the staff because the staff will do more work um, be- during that time because they have a shorter time to do it. Whereas the issue that um, we've seen in a lot of um, assessments of the Japanese work environment is people stay back but don't do work. They just stay back to be seen. Yeah, because mm. it's expected. Also, like they end up falling asleep at the desk and yeah. all of that, and that scene is working hard. And it's like that's, it's too much if you're burning yourself out. Yeah, yeah. So, um, if, if we do have listeners in Japan, please look after yourself. Please if do. you're in, if you're, especially if you're doing uh, the salary man life, um, or if you're working a lot of overtime and you know not getting much time for yourself, make sure that you make that time for yourself. Not speaking from experience. Yeah, say hi, Aaron. <laughs> yeah, that's high not... five to overtime buddies. <laughs> We're yeah, that's hypocrites. not a Japan thing. That's just an everyone thing. Please, it, I was everyone out there, take care of yourselves. It's definitely a millennial thing as well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We, we've been brought up with the idea that we must work hard and we must always be working. Like, yeah, like, because I, our I, generation's I, lazy, so we've got to prove otherwise. Yes, how, d- how dare we have to work for things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not to um, get all political Not to get show. political, no. <laughs> um, you, you know, you, you, you hear it a lot in the media here, so it's, it's always a bit of a laugh. It's like, give up avocado and you can buy a house. <laughs> it's like, it's, that's uh, not cool. Right. <laughs> we must steal avocados from the rich. <laughs> <laughs> Liberate the avocado trees. Is it from a tree? I think it is. I it's a pink yes. fruit, isn't yes, it? Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, we don't even know where avocados come from. We don't from. even know if they're a fruit or a vegetable. <laughs> I thought they were a pizza. <laughs> what are avocados? Toast. That's our next episode. <laughs> <laughs> Avocado-based animes. No, no. That time I was reincarnated in another world and became an avocado farmer and could buy the whole kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad idea. I'd like, watch that. I'd watch it too, <laughs> yeah. Um, but look, um, let's go to something a bit different because you've been reading a career Manga, is that correct? Kenny? A uh, Chinese, Chinese manga, manga. T- as it turns out, which is uh, kind of surprising given the content. Uh, it is called Tamen Degushi. It's a school life. It is very, very funny. For I- those wondering, the, the actual names for everything are in the uh, episode description. So if you're wondering what and this is, go find it. They're on the screen if you watch the YouTube video. So you guys should come and watch the YouTube video. And give it the no, old thumbs no, up. No, no, they're, they're not anymore. No, no. They're not videos. We, we should lie to them like they are. <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 we changed the YouTube format at the beginning of this year because I was spending almost as much time on that as doing a normal video. So it's better for us to do an actual video. That's fair enough. But mm-hmm. uh yeah, I'm absolutely lying to you. It's on the screen right now if you to go to YouTube. put it on the blimmin' screen now, aren't I? <laughs> I mean, you could probably just put it on the one panel and then, like, highlight And them, while or? you're yeah. there, you should, like, you should press that subscribe button. It's right there. See? <laughs> See bell? Try and get the notifications, too. If you get the notifications, oh. that's even better. See, wow. Kyle has now edited in an arrow to show you where the subscribe <laughs> No, I have not. I have not. Stop being shills. Um, but please do, do like and subscribe. Um, <laughs> all that good stuff. Uh, but so, but yeah, yes. Tamandaguchi. It's a school life. Seems mm-hmm. to be a lot of romance, and um, like one of the key romances in the first like forty chapters is between uh, two of the girls at the school. Oh, okay. Like they've just met, and uh, one of them is 
as awkward as it gets just trying to talk to this girl, but comes off as like a creepy delinquent. And so this cute new blonde transfer student is just like, I'm going to avoid this person at all costs. Hmm. See, I've actually also been reading some manuals. <laughs> oh, do tell. Uh, Moshi Fanren, The Last Human. It is a zombie apocalypse. Oh, wicked. Except the guy's a restarter. So he has survived, he's been in the zombie apocalypse, and it's not a normal zombie apocalypse. Like the zombies evolve, they become more intelligent. Ooh. And it's to do with an alien virus. And it's uh yeah, it's very different to what I was expecting. But basically, the guy dies and reawakens in his class. So he knows what's going to happen. He knows his best friend's going to die. He oh, knows God. these people are in, from his class are going to betray them. So he grabs his best friend and goes alone. And you start learning more and more about this stuff. And he knows far too much. Like, it is a bit of a god power fantasy. But the world-building was really interesting because it's all set in China. It's all in all the different prefectures and you know you learn about the cities and the social demographics and stuff. Secondhand sort of information, not necessarily stuff that's going to help you if you visit, but it they did a really good job of like building the world. Hmm. That's good. But yeah, um, I've been really surprised because I'm mean, seeing a lot of them coming up on my feed as recommendations going, "Oh, okay. Well, let's have a let's let's check it out and see when we can get a western release of it because yeah, there's a lot which are not official translated yet. They're all just fan translated. Fair and that, that's, I mean, that's kind of the challenge at the moment, isn't it? Like, we know if it's a Japanese manga and it's doing well, we'll get that translation. We can go by the physical volumes, which is fantastic. Mm. Like, as you've seen with my many volumes of Komi. Um, <laughs> and, you know, Vinland Saga and Akka and Kaon and so on. I don't on. think we can communicate on that. No, I don't think we can. <laughs> I, think it's, uh, I think it's gone. Mm. But um, with the Chinese mangas, the manguas, there's a, it's hard to get hold of physical copies. Unless yeah, it's in Mandarin. That kind of makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm hoping we see someone like Seven Seas and so on, the other importers that are over in the States, realize that there is this interest in these series. Like Solo Leveling, prime example, just finished. Incredibly well-written story. Um, all are basically about gates opening around the world and people being given powers and to solo fight Solo Leveling has been given a lot of attention. I hear it might be getting a full animated series. They've been talking shortly. about it for three years. Mm. It's There's nothing to support. Well, for st- Solo Leveling for starters, Korean, um, South Korean. So a bit, bit of a different thing here, but it's again, it's a web manga. Mm. Um, and getting a Western release of it tends to be more difficult. I believe Solo Leveling does now have a Western release, like, but it's slowly catching up to the web manga. So it's it's going to be a case for a lot of these things where your your best bet might be just to look online and see if it has got an official translation. Fantastic, buy it. If not, you might have to go start searching the fan groups. Yeah, there's always some enterprising add-on out there who's mm-hmm. done the hard yards and translated some things. But I've gone well off topic here. Tamandaguchi, what's it actually about? Uh, just doesn't really seem to be about anything. Slice just, of life? Yeah, slice of life, school life comedy. <laughs> and with uh, touches of romance. Oh, Very cute. Well, I was going to say, like, the first chapter you showed us is basically a girl and a guy standing in a hallway. There's two girls behind them. The girl touches the girl's butt behind her and then blames the guy and then <laughs> runs and then you see him chasing after her and her with lunatic face <laughs> so it's like nice <laughs> yeah their whole uh, relationship is um you get a bit of the backstory of how they met and it's dumb and mm. wonderful 
But yeah, they have a really great dynamic where they just sort of like bully each other constantly. Mm. It's awesome. Now, Chaotic friends. <laughs> yes. Now, the, the, the one series I have been watching this season that I haven't yet went and uh, shared is TZ Must Takagi Season 3. And hmm. you guys, you everyone knows I like romance. I was going to say, is anyone li- surprised? Literally just did a video about romance. Everyone <laughs> knows that you have terrible, terrible tastes no, in no, romance. No, no, everyone knows I'm a soft boy and I have trash taste. Um, trash as it Trash taste. Is this entire episode romance except for Miss Kuroitsu? I mean... That's kind of romance-ish. No, 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 no. We won't be in romance in the news aside from uh, Spice and Wolf. Oh, yeah. Which we'll come to later. I mean... The other thing that I... I don't know if there's some romance in there. We'll talk about <laughs> that. Um, but yeah, TZ Master Kagi Season 3, it really feels like it's gone beyond where the manga is. So we're now starting to see the developments of relation, the relationship and feelings between Takagi and Nishikata, hey. and that we're finally moving forward after the big climax of season two, which already is further than they've gotten the manga. Wow. Um, but which one will say "I love you first"? No, wait, that's uh, that's. It's obviously going to be like Nishikata. Oh, it'll be Takagi pretends to say something like it, and he'll say it in response. That's that's the dynamic they have. That's fair. Um, <laughs> and it's it'll catch her off guard. Um. The manga I've I've been reading, uh, Takagi's gotten a lot more brazen with her um, affection, um, which is really cute. I was gonna say, isn't she quite brazen as it is? She's gotten more so, like oh jeez, like the the TV anime is a lot more forward than she has been in the manga. Okay, um, and the so the manga's catching up to that, you know, being a bit more forward. So like them going to, um, I mean, that I had a look at the covers of the ones I've got, and I realized that. Some of the volumes I have are the the front cover is literally the manga episode, the anime episode we've just had. Oh wow! So like them going to the bathhouse and so on. Um, and I was like, oh yeah, actually, now it's just been so long since I've read that chapter. <laughs> um, but yeah, look, it's it's going along quite well. I think we are going to see at least something this season. And same thing with the manga, something is going to happen this year, which is going to change that relationship dynamic. It, it has to. We've been, like, I, I love the series. I love Yamamoto Sensei and, you know, the work he's doing on it. But we've gotten to a point now that we have the manga of them grown up as, you know, a husband and wife with a kid. We've got to now show how that happens in, you know, or at least the seed of where it begins. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think, um, yeah, with the amount of other mangas he's got in the works, and we've got two more of his series being adapted this year. We've got um, Azayumi Approaches, which is a sh- it's basically Shogi Senpai, is what we've everyone online called it originally. Um, basically, a girl and a guy in a shogi club. They're in love with each other. He is her kohai. He wants to confess once he beats her. She's not sure how to relay her feelings. And uh, yeah, it goes from there, and that's that'll be this season. It'll going to be hilarious. Not Sounds this season, next season. Pretty much like business as usual for that. Author. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the other one is in the heart of uh, Kunochi Tsubaki. So it's a all girl ninja academy, basically. Yeah. All uh, they've been told nothing about men. Haven't met any men. They're not meant to meet with men or anything like that. But you know, um, Tsubaki's kind of gotten to the age where she's like, hmm, I'm starting to have these strange feelings. You know, puberty, basically. And she's, you know, curious about why are people afraid of men? Why do I want to meet men? You know, that sort of thing. So it's it's really cute, but it's mixed in with just the literally daily slice of life nuttiness of, you know, a group of girls being silly ninjas. Weird. 
All right. Yeah. Also, Senran Kogura. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Senran Kogura. Um, but yeah, look, um, there's, we've got like literally nine months of his work straight in on on air. It's going to be great for me. So, and anyone <laughs> else who's a fan of it. Um, but yes, anyway, um, enough talking about that. We need to get onto what we're talking about this episode. And that's the ancient Magus's bride. Kawaii Radio. I think I watched that as a kid. Oh yeah, I remember that. Back catalogue. Now, Kenny, I'm going to let you take the lead on this because this is your baby. This is your darling. This is your ancient Magus Bride. I don't know about that. (laughs) Yes, I did love this series when I first saw it. It was just unlike anything I'd ever seen, really. Yeah, it's it's very beautiful. Done by Wit Studios, which Mm. explains a lot. Actually, wait. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. (laughs) <laughs> Three-part prequel OVA was by Wit Studios, and then the anime television series was by Wit Studios. <laughs> and now there's a three-part OVA series which was released last year by Studio Kafka. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know who Studio Kafka is, so go figure. Uh, but So yeah, I'm a big fan of fantasy and magic as far as like a good story goes. The, that sort of thing is my jam. I grew up with Pratchett and Tolkien. Mm-hmm. And so this is more a modern setting fantasy but it's very heavy on sort of like the uh, witchcraft and mysticism and uh, sorcery. Hmm. It's almost Harry Potter, except there was an actual thought behind it. <laughs> That's going to upset some people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just caused some like, controversy on this. Yeah. Guy, which, you, know, is a you guys thing. should argue about it in the comments on no, Facebook. I don't want to moderate that. On YouTube. That. On YouTube Kyle's, yeah. just dr- Kyle's just edited an arrow to show where you should get to. <laughs> so, um, j- just a heads up. Uh, Studio Kafka is a... Um, Basically, their own. I think they're connected with Twin Engine. So Ooh. you know how, like, we see like the yes. motorbike start scene thing. They're a production house, and then they, you know, they have everyone start the engines up. Motorbikes drive up, and then Twin Engine's great. Up. They did Dororo. Yeah, um, they do Redline. Uh, no, that was <laughs> that was much before their time. Yeah, no, they're pretty recent in that regard. Oh, I I've, wish they did Redline. I've That'd got something to show you on that matter later as well. I, I found uh, the original pilot footage of Redline. Of Redline. Hmm. When that was planned to be a series rather than a movie. Oh, wow. I would have loved to have seen that. <laughs> right. Um, okay, but so, yeah. Ancient Magus's Bride um, is uh, originally a manga series written hmm. and illustrated by Kore Yamazaki. Yamazaki Kore. Um, it's in Mag Garden's monthly Comic Garden magazine. And uh, you can get it through Seven Seas Entertainment, who we mentioned a bit earlier, if you're in North America. Now, the story is, uh, it's a sad one in mm. general. But, the, I mean, the characters are just dysfunctional wrecks. It starts with uh, Kise. She's um, sorry, Chise. Yeah, she um, has been abandoned by her parents, and everyone believes her to be a freak because she sees dead people. <clears throat> she sees spirits. <laughs> <laughs> she has the mystic- <laughs> She has the mystical sight. She can see the things that others simply cannot. Mm-hmm. And frankly, it's driving her to madness because these other monsters, these like Onis and uh, ghosts and spirits, kind of know when someone's looking at them. This has basically led her to be homeless. She doesn't have anyone to stay with. Homeless and basically not really caring what happens to her. And so an opportunistic vanguard of this magical civilization comes along and says, if you're not going to have any use for you, I could sell you for parts at auction. I know. It's such a weird... That's one way to do it. And so so she's chained up, put on a stage, and that's when the mystical Elias comes in. He is this 
Seven That's... foot tall humanoid with an animal skull for a head. He looks so metal. <laughs> it is wonderful. So, and yes, then this... he goes chibi and you're like, oh. <laughs> bark, bark. So yes, he uh, steps up and he outbids everyone by ten times the amount they're offering and takes her as his apprentice at first. Takes mm. her to his... For like an episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he admits that uh, he would like a partner. He wants a wife. Except it's later basically shown that he has no real idea what that means. He doesn't. These are these people, like, they have not had happy, full lives like everyone else around them. They kind of don't know how to people, and so they kind of talk to each other later on and realise that they're going to have to be each other's guides. Kenny, I think I figured out why you associate with this series so strongly. Why is that? So... What are you Chisei, trying to tell me about myself? No. <laughs> Chisei is a slay beggy. A slay beggy is Manx. Oh. It's Manx, the Manx fairies, the little people, the beggies, the slay veggies, the ferishi. And they're a wide variety of individual mythical creatures underneath um, the term slay beggy, both with benevolent and ma- ma- uh, malevolent fairies. And they're seen as stocky in stature and as domestic fairies who live in burrs. And they have been known to replace human babies with changelings across the British Isles and Islands and a part of the Manx mythology. Aha. Uh-huh. being Manx heritage. I, wow. I yeah. Small world. Kenny, are you a changeling? Uh, no comment. I'm going to say yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 with, I'm, I'm with you on that. I mean, did I'm you guys, okay with this, though. Were you yeah, guys so not what? telling it from the antennae and the wings? <laughs> I was going to say the hair's a giveaway. No. Um, <laughs> Where's the silver? <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> no, no, Closer no. It's iron. Fairies hate iron. Oh. It's werewolves out of silver. Although, if you stab anything with silver, they hate it. Well, Shapeshifters <laughs> hate silver as well. I was going to. Oh. Yeah. Uh, silver, it's normally like silver, um, liquid silver, isn't it? Yeah. Sure. I'm pretty I sure it can be any silver. any silver. I mean, generally you prefer gold. I mean, do silver. you though? Yeah. Do oh you? no, I've been stabbed by the gold. I'd better take this sword and then... I'm going to take it with me. I saw a really good tweet about this whole mythology thing. And it's like, you know, we've talked about vampires for a long time and saying the only way to kill them is like, you know, a stake through the heart. But has anyone tried... You know, hitting them with a rather large truck. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we've come quite a long way no, since just, wooden stake. That just isakai's them to another world, and then you've just made it somebody else's problem. Exactly. Not my <laughs> problem anymore. Yeah. As long as it's not our problem. So, Jackal okay. wakes up, help, I have been reincarnated as a cute teenage girl in another world. Blair. Also, not the spicy cop. Um, <laughs> but um, as you mentioned, like, so Chizay gets bought at auction by Elias, and he seems to be. Closer to a demon than a human because of the way he uh, behaves. Demon and... is a strong word. This mm. doesn't really go into the whole celestial and infernal kind of mm. thing. It's more that he is part of the sort of the darker realm of the fairies. If you yeah. were if you were going into the sort of the deeper stuff, he's more the winter court. Well, I mean, the, the, it's interesting. The plot list they have here says he either brings her the light she desperately seeks, or drowns her even deeper in ever deeper shadows in her new country of Great Britain. Because mm-hmm. she's originally from Japan. Um, and decides to sell herself, and they fly her to Britain to this underground market. Mm. So it's, and then he just sort of teleports to this lovely little cottage, which you wouldn't associate with the man whose face is a skull. I know, right? <laughs> well, and that's he lives in this a lovely housekeeper. Yes, mm. he uh, has a lovely housekeeper, oh. a banshee. Yeah, is it I thought Ruth? She was a selkie. No, 
No, uh, she, Silver. Her name is Silky, but she is a uh, banshee. So Silver, Silky, a fairy landlady of the house where Elias Cesar is, originally a banshee, she is now a silent Silky and takes care of the housekeeping duties in the household. And she is just adorable. She is adorable. I did, I've never heard of the Silky term before. Brownie or Bruni, the Scots. Uh, household spirit from Scottish, Scottish folklore that is said to come out at night while the owner of the houses are asleep and perform various chores and farming tasks. Mm-hmm. So they're a, they're a positive, benevolent spirit. Yeah, the f- uh, fairies and fae of this are like uh, very much like kind of the Japanese demons in mm. that there's so many different kinds of them. They're like the yokai. It's, you can't say that, you know, mm. a uh, fairy is just the little person with the little butterfly wings. No, no, there's... Dozens of types. I mean, you have a look at all the names listed on here and mm. all of them being from different, like, everyone almost has, like, another Wikipedia link <laughs> to like, another species or A pair of my favourite characters like, wow. uh, come through later on. Uh, Titania and Oberon. Originally from, like, <laughs> Shakespeare's uh, play Midsummer Night's Dream. A sa- a they satire. are fairy king and fairy queen. Uh, he resembles a... Is it a satyr or a satire? Satyr. Satyr. A, a satyr. Mm. Oh, yeah, because of the satanic implication. Right. No. No, well, Christian uh, mythology connecting them to that with the hooves and deer antlers sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, that makes... Buxom woman riding a donkey. Yep, that would be uh, Titania. Oh. <laughs> the fairy queen. Donkeys. That's where it's at. And it's like... Every little bit that you're introduced to these uh, new characters, new facets of the uh, mythical world they're in, mm. it's they use different terms. Like you were saying about the whole uh, Christian mythology, um, mm-hmm. Elias has sort of like a uh, keeper, a handler, yeah. who is a priest because, um, frankly, he's funny looking <laughs> and Get lives close to humans. Goers. So, like, they, yeah. there is like a church going organization who have like. We're going to have a priest just sort of check in on you every now and then. And give you odd jobs to do. But uh, it's when he goes with them to meet the fairy king and queen, they recognize that he is in the uniform of what they call the Conqueror God. Because from their point of view, that uh, is... This is right, mm. yeah. Like, from historical law... From they, their point of view, yeah. The, uh, you have all that's the, the religion the, the, that spread most widely well, you had the, in that area. You had Celtic law, you had all other different types of laws from all the different peoples of Britain before. You had the invasion from the Nords, uh, and then you had... The Saxons. The Saxons, and then you had the Roman religions. Mm-hmm. And uh, it makes sense that it's all kind of... Well, that's actually really cool. There's, so I'm a little bit behind this. I haven't finished it yet. I got about halfway through because it's 24 four episodes plus OVAs. Yeah. Um, but it's... I, I, I'm actually really tempted to read the manga. Me too. Uh, instead. And the, the funny thing is, we've said how this is a... Um, what do you call it? A um, very Josie... Josai. Yeah. I always say that wrong. I'm so bad with my process. Jose. Jose. It's a very Jose series, i.e. meaning, you know, uh, 18 plus woman. So demog- that's the demographic. But the manga's demographic is shonen. Hmm. Despite the content, so and I mean that's not that's not a bad thing. We've we've seen this before. Hori Mia was listed as shonen. Like it's not like, heavy on true. the action. They're not like slinging spells around with their little mm-hmm. magic wands and stuff like that. It's very more sedate. There is the sense of danger. There's the heartbreak and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. But the action is more level. It is, and it's uh, I've I love the fact that there was dragons. 
Like, oh, the mythology, it was me. so sad. Yeah. But the mythology around them was so good, like episode four and five. Yeah, Aaron came to me, like, right after I'd suggested this to him, and it's just like, why did you do this to me, man? Why do you choose to hurt me? Because, <laughs> because I love it's you. It's a good pain. It was beautiful. It was beautiful, but I did not need that. Sorry, <laughs> Sorry dude. I mean, look, fair, fair. Um, uh, the dragon bit was lovely. It was beautifully Actually, done. It was quite what, heartfelt. One of yeah. my favourite episodes, episode number four. I remember it because I am a huge fan of the uh, H.P. Lovecraft horror universe, the storytelling of all these like horrible monsters. H.P. Lovecraft is the godfather of every monster. Oh, you mean the cat thing. one? Yes. He wrote, he wrote a oh. book called The Cats of Ulthar. Mm-hmm. It's about this uh, village in this far off land and it is illegal, punishable by death if you should so kill a cat. Now, when mm. I first heard that, I'm like, who kills a cat? Cats are wonderful. Mm-hmm. I love cats. <laughs> and um, so there's a whole like dark reasoning behind this. Sorry, Dragons uh, starts at the end of episode two and episode two introduces us to the awesome like crafter lady oh yeah yeah and then episode three is all dragons episode four and five are cats yes uh so they visit ulfa they visit this village mm-hmm. which is full of adorable talking cats mm-hmm. well they they can talk to the people with the mystical sight and stuff and it um like no spoilers but it does follow along the story as written by hp lovecraft Quite closely, somewhat accurately. Yeah. Yes, it's, it's quite quite well done. Like it takes a lot of, but, what but th- it's just it's seeing like that piece of like nineteen twenties literature mm. as something pleasant and beautiful. <laughs> it's so shiny. I love this. No, no, no. This is a happy place. <laughs> this kind of place. <laughs> I mean, look, the series does a fantastic job if you're into your mythology if you're into your occult history and stuff or like you know looking at the mythology and ideas that were around the you know what uh, what would you call it like um Uh, post middle ages i guess post middle age magic so after the whole idea of you know arthur and you know, Merlin and all that. Even around the uh, same time as that, Druidry was pretty oh, yeah, in around Dru- that point. Actually, that, that's exactly yeah. the word I was looking for. Um, historical Druidry myths. Mm. So it's all to do with the Druidics, the content, uh, the contact with nature. I mean, obviously, they're, they're going to take inspirations from different places like H.P. Lovecraft and so on. But it's it's fantastic to see them, you know, taking oh, all they, different elements and bringing it in. They take the magic stuff from all manner of sources. Uh, there is a item that she say gets later on allowing her to shapeshift i will not say any more than that mm. but it is very close to some druidic magics that were spoken of at the time now something i wanted to mention as well so the manga's still ongoing mm-hmm. now this series the animated version ran from 2017 to 2018 24 episodes we've had three ovas after that we've had three ovas set before it um, and then there was a video which came out late last year, ah. which uh, showed uh, appeared to be a promo for the next arc of the anime. Yes, yeah, so it, showing Chisei going to like the magical university and stuff. And no, it was just an animated trailer for the fact that they're making this next season of the manga. 
Yeah. They got my hopes up so up. so high. <laughs> oh, that, visually it looks so cool. Yeah, I'm definitely buying the manga uh, after this. I'm 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 going shopping. You're going shopping. I've, go I've shopping. spent go shopping. Let's go shopping. I've baby. spent so much money on books lately, but I'm happy <laughs> to spend some more. I mean, look, it's it's uh it's nice that we're actually getting manga again because we had a shortage of it quite a while. Yeah, that Dead was nuts. trees are always a good investment. <laughs> That feels really sad. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it was a paper shortage of all things. Yeah, so um, to, to put this in perspective, currently on a 8.07 for the anime on my anime list with uh, 292,000 users. The manga itself is on an 8.37. It's Ooh. ranked 206 and is number 139 in popularity at the moment. That is... Really good. Significant. It is. So it's it's up there and it's wor- it means it's you know, if this is your jam, if you're into your mythology, if you're into your occult and Or if you're a monster hacker. I mean <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> I'm just, I can't say anything because we're PG. We're PG, we're but PG. I'm entirely correct. <laughs> I mean, look, if that if that's your jam, if that's, that's your, jam, your jam, We're I not guess. here to say you can't have your look, jam. Look, I'm not going to yuck your yums. <laughs> Kids, ask your parents about Don't Resident Evil mention <laughs> that at all. Um, look, it's, it's worth a check out. Now, if uh, memory serves me right, this should be on Crunchyroll. And in fact, I believe you can even watch it on my anime list if you're a premium member of my anime list wow. as well. Nice. So it's it's look it's a series that I think really has stood up to the I mean it's been what five years now worth of content we've had since four and a half and it's still good mm-hmm. like yeah powered by Crunchyroll so sub and dub available just not for the OVAs um, but look highly recommend watching it it's uh, it's a great ride it's uh, it hits right at the right emotions at the right times and it's and uh, it's quite comfy in bits as well it is it's not Eurocamp. Like it's it's not that level of relax. Like a lot of events happen. Yes. Um. And it's it's some get, pretty definitely dark stuff later in the series. And you're in the uh, villain is ooh, he's creepy. Mm. And he's introduced fairly early on too. Mm-hmm. Wait, cats? Yeah. No. no okay. Well, Con- he, connected with cat story. Connected with the ending part of that, oh. but uh, you'll you'll mm-hmm. you'll find out. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Um, but yes, uh, Crunchyroll, you can also watch it on my anime list if you're already a premium member. So, you know, check it out. It's uh, definitely worth a watch. Kawaii Fire Radio. Tonight on Anime Communicate. Great story. Compelling and rich. Nothing brings ratings up like a little controversy. Well, we already got the controversy out of the way. Thanks, Kenny. Um, <laughs> it's what I do. Um, but let's get stuck straight into controversy because Aaron, yes, a certain old school franchise that many of us may have gotten out of a packet of chips, is uh, getting a <laughs> series, yeah, uh, a uh, film. Kagu and I actually play with these fairly regularly. I got a new one recently. They're still producing new ones. Really? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. I've, I've got a pair of mates who are well into them. Can confirm. We're talking about Beyblade. Let and it rip. Paramount is making a film. <laughs> I uh, from the makers of Transformers and National <laughs> Treasure, as if that's a good thing. <laughs> I just want one scene from the anime to be adapted to the live action, and that's when Moses parts the Red Sea with, with a Beyblade. Beyblade. <laughs> you. That's actually it's in Beyblades. It's canonical. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I mean, oh, can I, you I, imagine? I am, I am not religious, but 
having gone through religious educations, I can see this upsetting many people. Of <laughs> oh, especially in America. Especially in America. Oh. But come on, give me Moses part of the Red Sea with a Beyblade. That's all I want. <laughs> Look, I mean, oh God. I, I want to see Let someone use a Beyblade to rescue the Titanic. Like, alternative history at using no. Beyblades. Sank the Titanic with a Beyblade. <laughs> it, yes. was, it, it wasn't, wasn't an iceberg no, at all. It was a Beyblade. Skipping it across <laughs> the water. <laughs> God. Where has uh, this podcast so, gone today? <laughs> <laughs> so think about the live-action Transformers mm. movies and make it spin. Okay, that's yeah. what you're getting. I'm hoping that they're doing it in a similar manner to the original <laughs> Beyblades with the bit beasts that come out of the Beyblades. Because May- that was cool. Like modern- that would be better than just. I hope I they mean, kind look- of follow Detective Pikachu's lead with this. <laughs> yeah, ac- actually, Dragoon, look. Dragoon, what should we do? Let it rip. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I can't, but... Oh. No, it's just Chris Pratt, voices so, one of the Beyblades. The, the latest, detail, <laughs> latest details we have is from The Verge, um, which released this on the 24th, which is two days ago from when we were recording. Um, <laughs> so, so this is fresh. Deadline, Deadline says the movie is still in early production. The idea of a Beyblade movie has been floating around for a while. Apparently in 2015, it was reported Paramount purchased the rights to make it. Seriously? Um, How by... has this been floating around for a while? How is <laughs> yeah. this not just a whim like the Angry Birds movie or so something. So it was going to be produced by Mary Parent, who worked on Pacific Rim, Detective Pikachu, and June. But oh, now oh. writers Neil Wadner and Gavin James have been attached to the project along with Brooke Heimer instead. Do we know who those writers, what they've what they've done? I will find Emotional out. damage. <laughs> um, Neil Wider, San Andreas 2, Now You See Me 3. Oh no. Um, okay, I think... Hot Wheels? What? <gasps> Hot Wheels? Hot Wheels? Is there a Hot Wheels film? No, that's still coming been. out. Oh, in, so is San Andreas 2 and ACME 3. Maybe can we get new. Can we get a Hot Wheels Beyblade crossover movie? I mean... I'm here to tell you about the Hasbro initiative. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to tell you about the merchandising initiative. Um, Gavin James. It says Irish singer-songwriter... Gavin Wigglesworth, known professionally as Gavin James. I don't think that's who it is. These might be two new unknowns. Okay, but with so... this, we should also add, like, obviously, if you've been listening, you've paid attention, you've realized this, but Kyle, where is this being produced? Paramount. America. 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 So you can, you know it's not going to be a good live action. Is this a Netflix series? Oh, could you imagine oh, if it was a series? Okay, guys. Jerome Leon Bruckheimer, American film and TV producer, active in the genres of action, drama, fantasy, sci-fi. Well, yeah. Some of his best-known films include Flashdance, Top Gun, The Rock, Crimson Tide, Con Air, Armageddon, Enemy of the State, Pearl Harbor, Beverly Hills Cops, Bad Boys, Pirates of the Caribbean. There's others on there, like National Treasure, and you know, Black Hawk Down, so on. But the others, that... I'm, s- I'm sorry, I'm just thinking about The Rock with Beyblades. With Sean Connery, <laughs> Beyblade battling Nicholas Cage. <laughs> oh, see, when you said The Rock, I thought you meant Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I was no. like, yeah, Kevin Hart's his Beyblade. They don't sh- need to do any shape changing. <laughs> He's best known for CSI, CSI Miami, all the CSIs, without a trace, Cold Case, and the American version of The Amazing Race. CSI with Beyblades. So, we- so he, this guy's a big name. He yes, is. but this could why be is he doing Beyblades? amazing or awful. I'm going to say awful. Kids? 
could it be a kids project? Maybe he has kids who like he is seventy eight. So I'd he's say old he enough has to have great had, grandkids. Well, I was gonna say he's old enough to have had kids or grandkids who had Beyblades. Yeah. That that's that's viable. Come on, gritty Beyblade movie. <laughs> <laughs> I would also it's rather the Dark Knight, but the Beyblades. Uh, he also owns the C- he's a uh, co-founder and co-majority owner of the Seattle Kraken, a twenty twenty one national expansion team of the National Hockey League. So he's in ice hockey too. Uh-huh. Hockey Beyblades. He named it the Kraken. If there is not a hockey reference in the Beyblade film where someone pucks the, you know. Okay, but there was in the anime. Like, you yeah. remember the sports team? Yeah. 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 So, like, straight up. This is this is just a deep disturbance in the force. Can I make one request of this movie beyond the Moses thing? Okay. Oh, please. A Crush Gear crossover. Crush Gear? Do you guys remember Crush Gear? I do not remember no. Crush they Gear. They were essentially, like, cars with swords. <laughs> wow. Okay, that, that sounds wonderful. See, I do remember growing up, like, there was a wind-up car which you'd pull back, and after it hit a certain speed, the shell would pop off and there'd be a different cool car underneath. Oh, no, this is vastly different. Vastly different. Like, they'd have, like, giant arenas and they'd pitch them in there. Like, they would yeet them. As in, like... Okay, clarification. How big are these cars? Oh! Like, hand size. Oh, so they, they were huh. they were the directional Beyblade at the time. Yes. Yeah. So they're like you know spiky cars. Two thousand and one anime. Two thousand. Wow, there was an anime. Yeah. I mean, Did, okay, it's very Japanese, isn't it? If oh, it's I can't if it's a merchandise. Yeah. I must it have was, missed that. Like, because it was two thousand and one. I was. The intro was so memorable. Crush Gear ride. Crush Gear <laughs> Was it on Cheese TV? Gear fight. Yeah. I think I I think I saw it in passing. I don't because uh, at the that characters. point. Oh man, I do remember that. Yeah, I do remember it's, that. Like, it's one of those things that's buried no, deep like, in your memory. I, I, I definitely think, don't. I think I might have been a little bit too old to be super into it at that point because I would have been about fifteen. They're also making they're a comeback because I saw 14. late last year that they're releasing new Crush Gears. Oh wow! So it wouldn't surprise me if there was a new project a new on anime. the rise. Well, I mean, we've seen a lot of old school like merchandise-based shows get revivals recently. It wouldn't surprise me, especially after the COVID downfall. Yeah, that in economic prosperity, that people are looking for ways to reinvigorate old things when people have disposable income again. Uh, fair enough. Fair so, enough. All right. So look, we don't know when the Beyblade film is coming out. All we know is it's in production. That's it. So um, keep an eye out and I guess so. Expect a Beyblade well, movie. Well, let it rip. <laughs> well, sure. Uh, lack of details on it. Hard to predict whether it'll be worth a spin. Yeah. Um, sure, it's hard to imagine how you can make a movie about top fighting interesting, but the writers won't be the first to try. Let's just hope it's better than the one commercial with a Beyblade rap song. Apparently. Uh, what? Yeah, no, I'm, don't. I'm finding it. No, don't. I'm finding that. You're not doing it. Oh no. It was a it was a Hasbro official commercial. It was Enter Beyblade. Do it you was Hasbro? Twenty seventeen. It's so bad. This is how they used to yeet crush gears. <gasps> oh my god! This is so bad. Oh yeah, I've I've seen this. Oh, this looks. Oh no, this is like oh, bad universe wow. detective Pikachu. This is what. N- no, nobody no. gets that excited over Beyblade battles, and they don't last that long. Trust me, they don't. <laughs> it's like a minute or two. Are you telling me you're gonna like you know happily lose all your stuff? I'm I'm gonna put this in the notes. If anyone wants to uh, watch probably the worst commercial um, I've seen from the past decade, this is it. <laughs> so yeah, and we've seen a lot. There's right. a challenge there. 
Back on to real important anime news. Oh, yeah. And um, <laughs> Pokemon's getting a variety show. Um, <laughs> no, we do have other, other stuff. But let, I, wanted, I want to talk about this because this is a little bit different. So Pokemon franchise is getting a variety show titled Pokemon Tudoku Iku. Where are you going with Pokemon or Poke Doku? Pokey Doco for short. Or is this just the uh, mo- is this just the movie version of Pokemon Go? No, this show focuses on travels related to Pokemon. It no, that's ho- still Pokemon will Go. Will host the host will visit fans of the franchise from all around the world, and the show will feature a car designed after Pikachu. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> the <Pika> Look bus. <laughs> that. It is one of the ugliest cars I've ever That's seen. That's the cat bus from Totoro. It's the cat bus from Totoro. The Pika bus is coming. But it's bad. Everybody's jumping. No you running. San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, I will share this article in the uh, the details below. Oh, but man. I I saw that and I, I literally spit my coffee out <laughs> at the time. I was blown away. It's See, like, this is why the YouTube videos need more attention so that we can can justify making the videos and putting <laughs> well, this on there. Look, I mean, w- once we get the new... So, um, I'm building a new house, and the new house will have the new studio, which is a dedicated room for us to do this in it, and all my work around, you know, voiceover and journalism, blah, blah, blah. And we will then start doing video versions of it, which we can then use, which Hell I yeah. think is going to be... Uh, you know, it's worth adding it on there. Can we call it Ghibli? The new studio. New studio. <laughs> well, we... So... I think there's a uh, copyright no, on that. Well, I was going to say there's a copyright on that. Uh, me, so, Kenny, you and I have just constantly gone Kawaii Studio 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. I think this is <laughs> yeah. Studio 5 at the moment. I think, considering this will be... Should we just call it Kawaii Studios? Yeah. Area 50 Kawaii. <laughs> Kawaii Studios? Hyphenated? Ah, uh, yeah, I'm I'm for whatever. <laughs> you seem really confused for a moment. Stargate Kawaii. <laughs> oh no! Um, enter a world of disappointment. <laughs> um, Ouch! <laughs> no. <laughs> so, um, look, th- this um, this Pokemon rea- uh, TV series is going to have Ryogo Matsumaru um, to host it with driver Apara Abar. And navigator Shoko Nagawa. And a mystery female celebrity will join them. Now, it doesn't say who said mystery female was going to join them, if it's going to be the same presenter over and over. I'm hoping it's the voice of Pikachu. Oh, oh, that'd yeah. be awesome. I was going to say Misty, but Pikachu makes a lot more sense. Yeah. So, because that would work really well. Um, I have. Who is this about? Does she voice the bus? (laughs) 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 All right. I've just found out who Abarukun is. Um, Abarukun is a freestyle rapper, mountaineer, and video gamer. He has a Twitter channel, and by the looks of it, he's on Amablog. Okay, I have to. I'm scared. Okay. Kyle White. Dude looks like a comedian. Come back before it's too late. I think he's... Oh, wow. He is a massive anime fan. Okay. Uh, come on. Come on. Okay. Twist the screen. Those are the trio of people who are going to be on it. <laughs> the guy the, on the right. The guy on the right is the lead presenter. Oh, he my gives God. He looks energy. like Bro Krillin. He's like Brock Krillin. I feel like I saw him on like... Uh, he looks like he could have narrated a game show before. Yes. 
Like, I mean, he, he definitely has, has that, that energy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, um, we didn't see where Guy from MXC went, did we? <laughs> no, no one did. <laughs> because that wasn't his name. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, it's th- this a. This is going to be interesting. I'm, I think this is something we have to get a hold of. This looks like yes, it's going definitely. to be like very cute. Yeah. I can't say anything else beyond that. The the bus is terrifying. It is. Yeah. Now we're gonna we're gonna switch gears here. Um, and <laughs> pun not intended, but I'll take it. Um, Fire Force has come to an end. Yes, yes. the manga. Um, so the manga has come to an end, and it kind of connects shall we say we had a very spicy conversation about we had a very spicy conversation filled with spoilers which we're not going to divulge but let's just say it connects to another manga anime universe and that brought the whole conversation of like interconnected manga i have discovered (laughs) since it is directly connected and is in fact a prequel well despite what we thought because the final pages of the manga i had a read of yeah someone leaked them online i'll explain afterwards but yeah wow so it's confirmed 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 confmed i thought this was like a confirmation like ghibli retiring well i mean uh (laughs) or coming out of retirement after (laughs) seven years of not being in retirement um (laughs) anyway um so look the uh the, it came out in uh, Weekly Shonen Magazine, so Kodansha's one. And um, the final page of the manga, a note from the editorial department says to look forward to Atsushi or I can't word today. It's so embarrassing. Atsushi Okubo's next work. Okay. And he stated in May la- 2021 in the manga's 23rd volume, the, next sto- the story is in its final stage for me. I plan for this to be my last manga. So something's changed in the past... 18 months Ooh. to suggest he might be doing a new work, whether it's collaboratively with the group or on his own, unclear. Um, but uh, he did plan for this to be his final manga. Okay. So I don't know if that's just the, you know, typical look forward to the next work rule that they do for anyone who finishes a manga in a in Kodansha. Or if it's more the typical the manga artists who just simply will not stop working. Exactly. Well, it could be similar to Tite Kubo and Burn the Witch where mm. he was like, this is a one shot, that's all it is. And then at the end, they're like, oh, look forward to more. And well, he's like, what do you mean, look forward to more? <laughs> um, excuse me. <laughs> well, this is the thing, like, um, what was it? Uh... D- domestic Yakuza husband. House oh, husband. Way of the house husband. Way of the house husband is a... Um, Did you get it confused with domestic girlfriend? No, I was trying to find a funny <laughs> way to phrase it. I was trying to, pu- I was trying to be funny. That oh, time I, I got reincarnated <laughs> as a house husband. So house husband was originally a six-part one-shot. Yep. That was done as thing, uh, and that had insane reception. Like, everyone was like, we want more. And he went, all right. It's hilarious. Let's so, do more. Yeah. Um, just a shame there's not a proper anime adaptation because the anime that Netflix have is kind of like a... I guess the easiest way to explain it is a moving storybook. Mm. It, Wasn't that because that's how the creator wanted it to be done? Mm-hmm. So, Which is a bit disappointing because I feel like the action that is shown in it would be highly entertaining in a full animated sense. Well, I'm sure there's fan animations out there, but when it comes to the end of the day, you've got to respect the creator's wishes on how he wants to present his story. Yeah, this is true, unfortunately. Um, and that's uh, why we ended up with what we ended up with for um, season two of uh, Promised, Promised Netherland. Netherland. It was a decision by the writer, the creator of the manga. Oof. Yeah, which, uh, yeah. 
I'm very disappointed by considering they created such a good thing. It's just like, are you trying to send more people to your book? Is that the aim? If you had have just done season two normally, you would have had everyone go, I can't wait and buy your book. Now people have watched season two are going to go, I'm not reading your book. Or just not do season two. Yeah. But um, yeah, so look, that's uh, that's done, um, Fire Force, um, which, uh, you know, it was very interesting. It was fun to watch. I thoroughly enjoyed it myself, and I like fire, so. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> um, That's my name on everything. Yeah, if you're in the Discord, true. you'll yeah. see me. I'm fire. Aaron's under fire. So No, I'm on fire. You're on fire. <laughs> um, but uh, look, uh, it's uh, if you want to go and check it out, uh, Kadansha International have it in English. And uh, it look, I'm, I'm going to go back and watch it now that it's done. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I'm been putting it off because I wanted to see how the final reception final chapters would be received yeah um considering there'd been some questions around how it was going to end um, well the animation was always beautiful oh animation was stunning the soundtrack and the ops and eds were always just oh yeah, yeah but don't play them anywhere because you'll get copyright strike to buggery by sony uh, are you speaking from experience there Kyle? yes i am because <laughs> sony doesn't understand fair use uh, they, I was going to say, it's because, not parody. Well, j- j- the irony that Japan breached copyright laws for like 50 years, and now that they've imp- uh, you know put their own copyright laws in place, they don't understand fair use for commentary or for discussion purposes, and then just copyright strike everyone. And because of that, Toei has gotten in trouble. Oh. So there's a guy on YouTube who does anime reviews and whatnot, mm-hmm. and he did a lot of stuff around Dragon Ball, explaining the lore, the mythology, and so on. Fair enough. Toei went and market banged all of his videos he took it to um youtube to contest it because they use yeah they then ignored and rejected everything instead of going through the proper channels if they had have left it his channel probably would have got taken down but because they jumped the gun youtube sided with him nice Ooh. so all those videos can still be monetized and played just the rule being not in the country of japan so, and look, YouTube. well, he's, I think he was in Ireland. That's rare. Yes, it was Ireland. Um, and uh, yeah, I was reading up on it the other day. And I was like, wow, that's nice. Can someone do the same to Sony? Because <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like you put literally a screenshot of the Chica dance from Love is War on YouTube. You'll get copyright hit. That's, yeah, that's disgusting. It's so bad. And I, when we did the anime awards, I couldn't put it on YouTube because we showed small samples of music. Um, to you know, explain this is the song we're talking about. Yeah, they they striked every single one. They were like ten second clips, <sighs> you know, and it's for the purpose of commentary and discussion, and therefore underneath fair use. Oh, for but them that's their, a profit. So but their rule for fair use, they don't have a fair use rule. Dicks. They don't understand how it works. So, yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a big problem that uh, YouTube's now going to have to deal with because yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's not ideal, but. Anyway, well off topic as always. Now, animes. We have got several new animes in the works. Spice and Wolf is getting a new anime series. Wow, uh, really? Uh, Last Spice and Wolf was... 2009. Decade ago. I was a young man. Yes. So there's 2008, 2009. There has since been multiple CG and VR games. Um, The series is currently celebrating its 15th anniversary. And uh, the announcement does not specify when the anime is a sequel, remake, or original work. Hmm. So this this is the important thing. We do not know if this is a direct continuation or if more of the story is being adapted. 
because I mean, look, it's a cheapy school life. It's it's a guy quartet, but the series is the, the manga's still going. Like they're at, we're at twenty three, twenty four volumes now. Dang. Um. So you know, it's still got legs. So there's definitely plenty of material for them to adapt. I'm hoping they do continue it. They did bring in the original voices for when they did the games, and that was only two, three years ago. So hopefully they will return the original cast and do a full series. And look, if they did, this would go gangbusters. It's huge in Japan. Mm-hmm. Just like just on Japan's shores, they would. it's a no-brainer. You'd make money from this because it's been over a decade. Just like how we're seeing um, Working. Is it Working? Or Devil is a Part-Timer is getting yeah. a sequel. Yeah. Um, so Wouldn't be surprised if Working got one as well. <laughs> oh, look. Wor- working's got four seasons, technically. So Because you've got Working 1, 2, 3, and then WWW Working, which is the spin-off. Ooh, working. It's an internet-y Ooh. thing. Yeah. Um, so, it's look. Ghosts. It's based on, um, just to clarify, not mangas, novels. So they're a, they're a novel series. So 23rd, 24th novel is due next coming months. He's also got a spin-off series, Wolf and Parchment, the new theory, new theory Spice and Wolf, which started in April 2016. Um, Yen Press is releasing all these in English. So it's, uh, look, if, uh, if you like Spice and Wolf, there's no shortage of the stuff, which is good. And uh, we should hopefully know more about it soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So the, uh, <laughs> I still love the fact that they went, we're going to do a new Spice and Wolf project. And everyone went, oh my God, yes. And they went, it's a VR game. It's for the HTC Vive and Oculus Rift. And, uh, you know, um, that'll come out in 2019. We kickstarted it. And then uh, 2020, it was kickstarted again and immediately was like, boom, done. <laughs> <laughs> um, same thing happened with Teasing Master Takagi. There's an ASMR VR game where Teasing Master Takagi, well, Takagi teases you. I so, could not do that. No, it's a, it's a bit much. Um, <laughs> so, moving on. Nia, the video game franchise by Square Enix and Platinum Games. Oh, with 2B? Uh, yep, 2B. Or not 2B? Uh, 2A. Ah, ah. Uh, S, S, uh, I keep remembering. That I'm is the question. 9S and A2. Well, it is more noble to <laughs> suffer the slings. And <laughs> so the Ana- Anaplex. I don't reckon he got it. No. I don't think he did either. I'm, no. I'm tired. Anaplex, no. which is owned by Sony, have announced that a, t- a teaser trailer for the Nier Automata 5th anniversary live stream that was last week. Um, that Square Enix and Platinum Games' uh, Nier Automata story, so not any of the other Nier's, Nier Automata specifically, the big is, one. is inspiring a TV anime. Now, here's the thing. If it's Sony and it's Anaplex, that means it's one of two teams t- doing it. A1 or Cloverworks. Hmm. And never would I have said this before, but I hope it's A1. Yeah. yeah. Just because of the issues Cloverworks have had with consistency lately. Um, so we don't have a release date. We don't have details on if it's going to be adapting the game story, a different story, anything else. If it may perhaps be a prequel story to what's going on in the game. That'd be really cool, I think. Like explaining how the world ended up that way. I mean, it might just be a telling of the game's story so that people who don't have the time to play the game can watch it and enjoy it. I mean, it. I still haven't finished it. Exactly. And, and you know what I'm like with its open world games. It's problematic. I want to do everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. Trust me. I just got Elden Ring and mm-hmm. that's going to be my whole year. Mm-hmm. Well, look, the thing with video games as a storytelling medium is it's the only one that will stop you from progressing in the story if, you're, if it doesn't think you're good enough. Books you can keep reading. Shows yeah. you can keep watching. This is true. But a game will test you. And so if you're one of those people that just can't make it past that bit... Yeah. Like, it doesn't mean you deserve to be locked out of the story by any means. Mm-hmm. 
Which is why a lot more games are introducing story modes. Yes, and yeah. like the, a lot more easier difficulties. Well, th- that's the thing. Like, yeah. there's a uh, I can't remember what. And game there's absolutely it was. no shame in that sort of thing. Play how you like. Exactly, mm. and as long as you're enjoying it, that's all that matters. Don't it listen is. to what anybody else says. Yeah. That's the key thing. And especially if you're a VTuber and have to do comedy at the same time. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> don't listen to the fans when they're like, oh, easy mode, I can play it on hard mode. It's like, yeah, but you're not trying to do a show at the same time. You're not trying to entertain people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just sit back down. <laughs> like, just, just go. No. Take a seat. Give me your money, simp. And then sit down. Mm. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so that's uh, we don't have a release date for that. But if it's now in production, the only thing they have is that initial artwork piece, which I think you guys uh, have seen before yes, as indeed. well. Yeah. Um, Leggy. Yes, it's uh, it's very hand drawn, traditional, you know, uh, mm. artwork style as you would expect from like a, a rough draft of like an animation cell. Um, and from that, that suggests there isn't much to go on because all they've done for the video is talk about the game. And it only goes for about a minute, and then it shows that with different backgrounds. So that artwork. So they haven't started clearly. Hmm. Somebody got drunk at the bar, drew that, and went, Haha, wouldn't it be funny if we just messed with them? <laughs> <laughs> Half Life 3 confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear, I hope, I really hope not. Um, and one last thing I want to mention Troika and DWM Pictures have revealed Shinobi no Itoki, a moment of Shinobi. It looks cyberpunky as heck. This is a new original hey, anime. That's Ghost in the Shell. It's hmm. Ghost in the Shell, but she looks like she has one leg. Um, so th- this is a, we have no synopsis, there's no cast, there's no anything attached to this. We is just there know it's anything due this beyond year. this picture? No. Well, there's a website. With this picture. <laughs> is she an elf? Because she looks Legolas. <sighs> oh. <laughs> oh. He went there. He went there. Oh. <laughs> no. So, look, this, this um. You have di- lost... <laughs> Privileges to something. So I'll figure out later. Oxygen privileges. Just, just to put this in perspective, <laughs> DMM pictures and uh, Troika, you will not know of. They are quite supportive studios. Yeah, I've heard of Troika. I'm not mm-hmm. sure where, though. Um, let me... Uh... Gears of War. No. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I know there is a studio, but... No, that's Trachea. No, no. Um, Troika is a Japanese animation studio founded by former AIC classic producer... Uh, Nagano Toshiyuki and photography director Kato Tomo Tomonobu and anime director Aoki Ai in 2013. Now they, I have know I've a seen something by them. Laundry list of series where they've been involved. However, they've never been the lead production group. So this is their big uh, step so, off. So Albnoa Zero, um, original work co-produced with A1 Pictures. Beautiful Bones, Sakurako, Sakurako's Investigation, which was Beautiful based on a light novel series. Um, I don't believe that was solely them. Recreators, which was 2017. Idolish 7, they were doing that with Bandai uh, Namco as well. Bloom Into You, Case File of Lord Elmilio Il Rail Zeppelin oh, Grace fate. Note. Yeah. Um, Idolish 7, second and third beat, and obviously now Shinobi no Itoki. Um, mm. So they... They've got a very narrow, I guess you could say, um, history. Um, Troika obviously being team of three. 
But uh, yeah, go figure. Um, DMM Pictures have been involved in like all sorts of stuff. Once again, not as a lead one, mostly in the um, distribution component of stuff. So uh, production of After the Rain, Anime Guitarist, Blue Period, Blue Reflection Ray, Case File Number Two Two One, Kabuki Cho, um, Domestic Girlfriend, Farewell My Dear Kramer, <laughs> Fire Force One and Two, Grand Belm, Great Jahi. List goes on, but none of these were they the original planning group. None of these were they the writers, creators, or head production company. They were just involved in it. This is the first time either of these companies have stepped out on their own as a lead part. And this is a joint agreement between DMM and Troika to create this. And it looks to be a, I guess you could say, cyberpunky ninja noir story by the look of that picture. All right. Um, and, you know, the girl's got literally one leg. Like, <laughs> so yeah, the helmet kind of reminds me of the Nerve Gear. Oh, it's a helmet, not hair. Well, th- no, th- th- that is hair. No, out no, from I underneath the, the helmet. That looks like tentacle hair. Because it looked like uh, mm. Mage's hair. Yeah, that's what I thought as well. From like um, Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we have no synopsis. No one's been cast, or if they have, it's not public. So this is being kept very hush hush. So we have no idea where this will end up. We will uh, keep you all updated on that. Because look, if this is like a new cyberpunk series, especially if they go down that synthwave track, which you know I love, and glitches and glitches, I'm 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 there. I'm so there. It's not funny. Um, but look, um, that's uh, that's pretty much the anime news. We've done a lot of anime news this week, actually. A lot more than usual. So apologies if it did drag on a little bit. Um, but that brings us to the end of the show. Kawaii Fire Radio. Welcome back, Aaron. Welcome back, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, missed you. See, I'm so glad that the listeners so don't get to hear the in-between parts where I just tell the worst puns. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even say that was a pun. <laughs> that was a nun. <laughs> it was just a butt joke. <laughs> it was just a butt joke. None but just a butt joke. Hey, look, it cracked you guys up. Oh, <laughs> ah, you've got a lot of cheek. Well done. Well, if you want more of that, uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button or make sure you're following us in whatever your um, podcasting platform of choice is. Come subscribe to us on Patreon. We say just on weird your... stuff. Now, uh, yeah, on, on that note, we do have to thank our Patreon supporters. They keep us running and uh, supply us coffee, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, if you would like more of our madness and particularly the outtakes, but we have what we call the pre-show, which is us talking trash while I get everything set up and working. Um, check it out. This time it was about things. Craft <laughs> dinner. Craft dinner. Oh, Beyblades. Yes. And Beyblades. Craft dinner, Beyblades, and all sorts of other mess. <laughs> Um, also, <laughs> comment below if you want Aaron to have his own stand-up comedy show. Come on, I need to support you guys. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, obviously, uh, we'll have another episode in it's two weeks' time. Found. We haven't chosen our topics yet because it's just been a bit mad. But I think... Do, do we want to do another back catalogue? I'm happy to do another back catalogue. Back catalogue's always fun. I, th- I think we'll do another back catalogue. We'll find something interesting that's worth checking out that's at least a few years old. Um, we could even go Hell Retro. Do, do we want to do a retro classic? Retro let's, wave? Pre-2000? Let's go full retro. Let's go full... Next next episode, retro classic. Deep dive. Deep yeah, dive. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Crush gear. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2001. It just misses the cutoff. Dang it. <laughs> we'll find something that's been on... Um, Wait, isn't retro more than 20 years? 
I think oh we God. did. Well, retro is more than 20 years, but we said yeah, the cutoff was 2000. 2001 oh. so is now retro. Well, no, not for us. Anything before 2000. Yes. I, I think it's still like, look. 90s isn't retro. I'm still a young boy. Hang, hang on. <laughs> 2001 anime. Let, let's have a look here. Fruits Basket. Yay. Uh, Beyblade. Ah. <laughs> uh, wow, actually, 2001 wasn't too bad of a year, actually. There's Galaxy Angel, Digimon oh, wow. Tamers, Noir, um, which uh, I think we've talked about in the past. There's, oh man, there's some funny stuff in here, actually. We should, uh, yeah. we'll get to that. We'll get to that. 2001 That's, anime. 2001 anime, wow. Gene Shaft. Oh, that's going bad. Sorry, I'm distracted. I now have things to go and find. Yeah, there's the closing <laughs> music, Kyle's man. Kyle's living through his childhood again. Yeah, I'm old. I'm going to crate. I've got a, what is it, a cane? I'm walking down. <laughs> I've got a crane. Ah, oh, my eye. <laughs> I've got a crane. It's full of renewable energy, which doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> that's another. That's a whole other kettle of fish. Um, look, uh, we'll be back in two weeks' time. Thank you so much for listening. If you did enjoy what you've uh, heard, make sure you subscribe and uh, join us over on our social media media as well where we share anime news and uh, memes and anything else that comes up Um, I think I'm going to have to start doing house build information to show the progress of the studio because the slab's down now yay Um, slab party Bricky's in the next couple of months hopefully hopefully Um, and uh, yeah that's uh, that's everything so um, until next time what's the anime love you guys